0: Welcome to the Irresistible You podcast. This is the place to get a dose of empowerment to create the life you crave and deserve. I'm your host, Amy Beltran, CEO and founder of Irresistible University. I teach women through my signature group coaching program how to ditch the body image issues, gain confidence, and lose the emotional weight to look and feel irresistible at any size. All right, guys, I'm just going to first address the elephant in the room, which is my voice. Listen... The days are longer, the birds are chirping, the flowers are blooming, the bees are buzzing, and the allergies are out, okay? (laughs) And I am just dealing with all the allergies right now, which is why I sound so congested. So don't mind me. I'm not going to let it stop us from talking about the good stuff that we need to cover. So I just wanted to put that out there. I hope you're having an amazing early spring, depending on where you are, we're kind of still in that place where one day it's 75 degrees and then today I think it was like, 50, it's 57 degrees when I look at my phone. So we're still in that place where it's like, I'm not really sure what to wear tomorrow. So it's all about the layers, it's all about the layers. All right. So here is what we're talking about today. The topic today is what is your excuse now? Okay. Okay. This is going to be all about the excuses that you make and how you tend to make the same excuses even though circumstances change. So let's give an example here so you can kind of see where we're going with this. All right, let's take it back to the early 2000s, and we're going to go back to the early 2000s with young Amy, who was going to Weight Watchers when Weight Watchers was all about paper everything. If you guys, I know so many of you are like, oh my God, I remember, I remember. So this is back in the day where you went to the meeting and your tracker that you put all your food and your points in was paper. So you like needed a paper, (coughs) you needed your paper tracker and a pen. This is like prehistoric days. And the actual, um, the thing, the like tool that you used to find the points. It was like this little cardboard thingy that you as a slider and you would find like the fat, the fiber, all the good stuff. And then you would figure out the points and put it down and blah, blah, blah. And there was also books. So you would buy these, um, these books that came in a fancy little sleeve and they would change the sleeve out every year with their new theme. And one book was all of the like, typical like basic like common chain restaurants and it had the point values for all of their different food items and the other book was just um like generic and brand name food that you could find at the grocery store and you would put that it, it fits so nicely in the side of your car right by your door so when you're driving around to the drive through or the grocery store or going to a restaurant you could open up the book find your points and Y'all, I even remember shopping at the grocery store, like walking around the store with my book (laughs) and my slider. Like it was crazy. And that was just how we had to do things. We didn't have smartphones yet. Google was barely a thing. This is like early, early 2000s. I don't even think there was Google yet. And even the search engines that we had, you didn't have the abundance of information like you do now because... There weren't blogs and websites and all of these things that are that are out there now. It was a very limited amount of information that was on on the internet, and I can remember going in, doing my weigh-ins or whatever, and like being like, "Man, I do so good during the week, but then the weekend comes, and you know, it's just so hard because I'm spontaneous and we're out doing things, and I don't plan what I'm gonna eat, and I don't know the points because." I don't have my book with me and I don't have my slider with me. And then I forget to track because I don't have my paper tracker with me. And it was like all the excuses around how it was so hard to stay on track and stay accountable because the tools were just so hard to like, I just don't have them with me. So I guess if I don't have them with me, I don't know what I'm doing, right? All right, so... I'm sure you can relate to something very similar to that. So then I want you to fast forward to now, to 2020, where we have apps, we have recipe sites, we have all of these amazing tools and resources that are literally at our fingertips on our smartphone. And if you're anything like me, your smartphone is basically... um, part of your body at this point it's like attached to your hand (laughs) so you always have it with you every single place you go and how many times do you still sit around bitching and complaining about the weekend it's so hard I was just so busy and I didn't know we were gonna go here and I didn't know we were gonna go there and then I had a drink and I had a margarita and then next thing you know it's like I was like fuck it I don't care I'm just gonna eat whatever I want And you talk about how it's so hard to track and plan and keep, you know, just to just be mindful and aware of what it is that you're eating in the first place. And what do you do? You blame it on the tools, right? So, like, let's use Weight Watchers as as an example. Everything now is digital. It's all in the app. You literally go in the app. Anything and everything you can think of that you need to know the points on, it's inside the app. Restaurants, that old school book, it's in the app. So you can literally sit at the restaurant while everybody's looking at the menu, and you can go in there and figure out the points and decide what it is you want to eat. Or, I don't know, here's a concept, you could do that before you go inside. (gasps) What? O-M-G. So what's so interesting about all of this, and the reason why I wanted to talk about it, is this. Let's think back to 2001 and 2020. The issue you trying to lose weight, you not feeling good about yourself, that hasn't changed. But yet, the tools that are available have improved drastically to where. There is, you can't use that excuse anymore. Well, I didn't have my tracker and I didn't have a pen and I didn't have the paper and I didn't have my books and I don't know the point values for this restaurant because they're not published anywhere. Where now you go on Google, even if it's not in a Weight Watchers app and you can literally find the points on anything. And if it's not points, you can find the nutrition values on anything. But you're still using the exact same excuse. Why is that? Think about that. Think about that. And we do this not even just for weight loss stuff, but we do it for other things, right? So let me give another example. I despise, with every fiber in my being, I cannot stand um, grocery shopping. I just... I don't like it. It's just a hassle. It's like, I don't like fighting in the aisles and going up and down the aisles and the loading and the unloading, the loading. I mean, how many times do we have to put the food in and take it out? Like I know first world problems, but still I can't stand it. I have never liked grocery shopping. I just, I'm like, this is such a waste of my time. (laughs) And it's one of those, like, I also hate having to spend time going to the bathroom, but guess what? We have to do it, right? (laughs) Same thing with the dentist. And when grocery delivery and pickup became a thing, I'm not kidding you, for years, I would always say, I they should really have a grocery pickup service. That would be amazing. I was saying this for years. And when the grocery stores started offering grocery pickup, I was like, oh my gosh, like what a time to be alive. This is amazing. So the only way I grocery shop is to... um use grocery pickup or delivery, depending on how my week is going and how busy I am. So that is one way that I save time, especially when I became a mom. I remember laying in the bed, giving Catalina a bottle at like a couple weeks old and sitting with the other hand with my phone ordering our groceries. And I was just like, how did moms do this back in the 90s or the 80s or the early 2000s or way back in the day, (laughs) right? They also didn't have as much on their plate, um, so that's a whole other whole nother topic right there. Anyway, I was like, this is so awesome, so I'm saving all this time. I can lay in bed with my newborn, and I'm ordering groceries, and then I send the husband to pick them up, and it's just, life is good, right? So we have these amazing services, these apps, not just weight loss related, but things that help in our everyday life with our productivity, Also, things like DoorDash and Uber Eats. Like, we are a takeout family. We do DoorDash and Uber Eats at least once a week, I would say. You know, because I, again, (laughs) A, I don't like grocery shopping, and B, I hate cooking. So, at least once a week, we order food um, at home together as a family, or sometimes I do it just myself when my husband's out of town. But my point being, we have these apps that make life easier and save us a boatload of time. But yet we have the same excuses because I then find myself, I don't have enough time. I'm so busy. I don't know how I'm going to get to this. Like I've got to take care of the baby and I have to do this thing for work and I have this deadline and I got to take Chewy to the vet. And it's like, I was also finding myself like using my daughter almost as the excuse of like well I can't get to this because I'm so busy with her but the same things that I was saying like four years ago five years ago my circumstances just changed and that's what I'm trying to get at is that we tend to use the same excuses even though the tools have gotten better the technology has improved Um, certain things have come off of our plate because we've found other ways to be productive or we use apps or we just, you know, no matter where you are, it seems like you're still battling with yourself over the same thing. And there's a reason for that. And that's what we're going to get into, okay? Especially let's go back to the weight loss stuff because I hear from you guys all the time and you're like asking like I get this a lot well I what do you think about this app or what do you think about this should I should I do blah 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 and I'm like it's not about the app I'm like boo it ain't about the app it's not about the diet it's not about the app it's not about the the way that you want to lose weight okay because if you have a goal to lose weight perfectly fine cool but if you have a goal to lose weight And all you keep doing is searching for the next shiny object, meaning the next shiny diet or plan or app or what have you, but you're still having the same conversations with yourself and you're still repeating the same bullshit yo-yo diet body hate shame cycle, I'm here to tell you the app that you use is irrelevant. Because if you're still using the same excuses from 2001, it's not about the food. It's not about the diet. It's not about the app. It's about you and how you think about yourself, about the relationship and the conversation that you have with yourself. And this is why until you decide to change the way you think, And the relationship that you have with yourself and lose the emotional weight, you will continue to yo-yo diet and try every new shiny diet thing that comes on the market. And then use that ob that shiny object as the excuse. Well, I can't do it because this app didn't let me like put my my nutrition values in the right way, or you know I was doing everything on paper, so I just said f it this weekend because I didn't have that with me, or I didn't have my book with me to walk around the grocery aisles, or I was at the grocery store and I just didn't want people looking at me as I scroll through my app to look things up. It's not about the technology. It's not about the how you're trying to do it. It's about you, and it's about the way you think and feel about yourself. And as long as you are approaching weight loss from a place of I'm not good enough, I'm too fat, I'm so gross, I just I want to get this weight off as quickly as possible, well, guess what? You're wasting time because you're going to keep repeating the same cycle over and over again because you're not addressing the real problem. And the real problem is how you think about yourself. Because the way that you think about yourself drives the way you feel and act. And so it's easy to use the app or the diet as the excuse as to why you're not able to do it, because that's surface level. That's surface level stuff. That's you not wanting to address what's really going on. Because if you can just blame everything on the diet or the app, guess what? You take your responsibility out of the equation. And as long as you continue to take yourself out of the equation of being responsible and accountable for everything that goes in your mouth, then you will stay stuck exactly where you are. And you'll create this bullshit story around how you can't do it, you're a failure, you're always going to be fat and miserable, this doesn't happen for me, because you're not willing to address what's really going on. And the reason that women for the most part, overeat in the first place and emotionally eat is because you have emotional weight that you don't want to deal with. So if you're new here, what is emotional weight? Emotional weight is the bullshit stories you tell yourself, the beliefs that you have, the inner fat girl chatter that goes on inside your brain. All of those things that you believe about yourself because of the weight. So it's it's okay, Chewy. <laughs> I don't know if you guys heard Chewy. Um, he just jumped up on my lap. And yeah, are you okay, buddy? Okay. Yeah, guys. Um, so it's not about the weight. It's not about the weight. It's what you think the weight means. So let me give you an example of that. So if you are overweight and you are not doing things that you really wish you were doing. You're not going out and living life and having fun and just like being in the moment and wearing the cute clothes now and taking good care of yourself. You're waiting for that to happen until you lose the weight. And you're waiting for that to happen, not because of the weight, because what you think the weight means, because you are afraid of what other people might say or think about you when they see you doing those things. That's the difference there. And so when you start to lose the emotional weight, that is when you're just like, I'm not waiting for the weight. I'm doing these things now because let me say this. You cannot hate yourself down the scale. Maybe you could for a minute, but do you think that's going to be setting you up for a lifestyle that you can maintain for the rest of your life? Uh, No. And let me say this. If it was you wouldn't be listening to this podcast. You wouldn't be in my group. You wouldn't be private messaging me. You wouldn't be scheduling confidence calls with me if that was the case because you would have already figured all this out. And so the missing piece for you, it's not, well, what app should I use? How? What diet should I be on? It's like, how about you work on talking to yourself like a piece of shit. How about you work on calling yourself names in the mirror? How about you work on pinching your fat rolls and beating yourself up in the mirror for how you look today? How about you work on the fact that you don't do anything fun? How about you work on you sitting around in the house feeling sorry for yourself and feeling lonely and shoving food down your throat every weekend? Excuse me. How about you start working on that? Because that is what matters. That is the important stuff. That is what's shaving time off of your life. What's shaving time off of your life that you're you're never going to get back is you telling people no to their invitations, is you isolating and hiding inside of your house feeling sorry for yourself. That's what's wasting time off of your life. And no amount of app or diet is going to fix that. What's going to fix that is when you decide, I need to work on losing this emotional weight. Because if you hate yourself now at 255 pounds, you're not going to love yourself automatically because you're 150. It doesn't happen that way. That's not how this works. But you have been sold the idea that if you could just lose the weight, your life will be better everyone's going to compliment me, everyone's going to validate me. Well, if you work on losing your emotional weight and gaining confidence, you don't give a shit about anybody else's validation because I sure don't, but I used to. But you're going to get to a place where that doesn't matter to you. Because if that's how you're losing weight, if you're Losing weight and and saying, well, I was doing so good and everybody was noticing and everybody was giving me compliments. Well, guess what's going to happen? Even when you get to your goal, that's going to then become the new normal for everybody around you and they're not going to be showering you with compliments. And if you need compliments from other people, that's a problem. And I'm not saying that compliments don't feel good. They are. It's, it's always nice to get compliments from people. And, but you can't, you can't need it for survival. And some of you need that validation from other people or you don't feel good enough. And the reason for that is because you don't feel good enough. You don't think you're enough. You don't think you're worthy unless you're losing weight. So what I want you doing this week is I want you really examining the excuses that you come up with because, again, a lot of these excuses, they're very surface level because you don't want to deal with the stuff underneath of it. So it's easier to just throw yourself into this diet and then blame everything that's going wrong on the diet when you realize you can't stick to it because it was never intended for you to stick to it in the first place because no one lives their life not eating bread. And then it's also easy to not deal with your shit while you're sitting on the couch feeling sorry for yourself shoving cupcakes down your throat. So you've got to, like, both of those things are almost the exact same thing. It's you avoiding what's really going on. It's you avoiding... Having the conversation with yourself and checking in with yourself and really understanding the way that you think and feel. And as long as you keep avoiding that, you're going to keep cycling through the yo-yo diet body hate shame cycle. And then what do you do? Hey, guys, it's almost spring, right? You're going to wake up in a couple weeks and be like, it's 90 degrees outside. You're going to go to put your shorts on and you're going to just... Break down in tears because they don't even go over your knees. And what are you going to do? I don't know how this happened. How did I let this happen again? Oh, my God, I can't believe this happened again. Why do I always gain the weight back? Um, I don't know because you're zoned out and you're not willing to talk to yourself. You're not willing to be, like, present with your thoughts and your feelings, So it's all fun and games to like zone out and shove your face in the food and worry about the next diet trend until reality is slapping you in the face. And then instead of dealing with it, what do you do? You just keep repeating the same shit. And so what happens also is when you're in that crisis mode of, oh my God, I can't believe I did this again. I can't believe I gained back this weight. I look like shit and it's hot now. I can't hide behind my clothes. What do you do? You go into crisis panic mode and that is what drives you to like, I have to find the most restrictive, fastest way to get the weight off my body. Knowing and like telling yourself, if I I want this, it's got to be hard. It's got to feel, it's got to feel awful. It's got to feel like a punishment. And so you find these things that, are super restrictive, super hard, that promise you these bullshit results because you're just in so much pain that you just want the weight off and you can't even fathom the fact that it's going to take longer than, you know, the six-week diet or the 30-day plan or whatever the bullshit, like, timeline is that came with the diet. And I used to go through that exact same thing. It was like, I just want out of this pain right now. And I remember hearing when people, like, I never understood how can I be happy and love myself at this size. If I do that, that means I'm giving up. If I do that, that means I'm going to like want to overeat. I'm going to want to be fat. I'm going to want to stay in this overweight place. That is like, if you really want to dissect that, it is the most asinine thought ever. Because (laughs) if you love yourself and you want to feel good about yourself at your higher weight, That's going to make you overeat. That's going to make you want to stay there. But you're already doing that hating yourself. You're already doing that by not loving yourself, by not taking care of yourself and repeating the same cycle over and over and over again. Aren't you exhausted? So it's like, I don't know, maybe you start, trying to love yourself and lose the emotional weight now, knowing that there, it's not going to happen overnight. And I think that's what so many of you are scared of. You're like, well, it's not going ha- to be fast and it's not going to be quick. It's like, no, but you're fixing all the shit you should have fixed a lifetime ago. And what's going to make the difference is when you decide, I don't care how long this takes. I don't care how much weight I even lose. I know for me to even just be happy at my in my life regardless of what I weigh, I have to do this work. I have to change the way I think. I have to lose the emotional weight. That is so critical because until you do that, you will keep having your same bullshit thoughts, your same bullshit diet cycle over and over and over again. And you being worried about the timeline and the time frame, yeah, how's that working for you? Because clearly, if you've been doing this for the last 20 years, the the, the thing that you're doing, it uh, doesn't work. Because if it worked, I guarantee you, boo, you wouldn't be sitting in your car doing the dishes listening to this. I want you to think about that. I really want you to walk away and think about what are the excuses you keep saying? What are the things that you keep telling yourself? Because it's not about the food or the app or the technology. It is all about the way you think and feel and speak to yourself. That's it. That's it. And so... Yeah, guys, this is going to wrap up for today. I hope this was helpful. I also want to invite you to the free masterclass training. I'm doing a free masterclass training on Tuesday night, St. Patrick's Day evening. Uh, That is March the 17th at 8 p.m. Eastern time. If you would like to RSVP to that, I have the link inside of the show notes. And in that training, we are going to talk about how to stop attaching your self-worth to a number on the scale so that you can start living your life now, not just at goal weight. We are going to go over a simple way for you to feel confident in your body now without relying on another diet. We're going to talk about the secret to finally feeling confident and irresistible in your own skin and how you don't need to lose weight to gain confidence. So we're going to talk about how to stop waiting for the weight to begin at goal, plus a whole lot more. We're going to have a good time. We're going to have some fun together. So I hope to see you there. I will put the link again it is in the show notes. We also have the link inside of the um, <clears throat> podcast discussion group on Facebook, which if you are not already in the group, please request to join. This is where we discuss the podcast. We talk about all the things, confidence, body image, and emotional weight. I hope to see you over there. And if you haven't done so, please head over to iTunes and leave a rating and review on the podcast. That is the number one way that you can help me to share the message that we have here, to share this community with other women that need to hear what we're talking about over here. All right, guys, this was fun. Let me know how it's going. I will talk to you on the next one. Until then, stay irresistible.